From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. Today is Friday, April 16th. What You Need to Know About Volcanic Ash by Brian Leda. A volcanic eruption is one of the most powerful forces in nature, a seemingly unstoppable phenomenon that can have far-reaching impacts far beyond the area surrounding the volcano itself. When a volcano erupts, many people think of lava spewing and oozing out of the ground and flowing through the nearby landscape, destroying everything in its path and reshaping the landscape forever. However, this is not the biggest danger brought on by a volcano. Volcanic ash hazards are far-reaching and disruptive, affecting more people, infrastructure, and daily activities than any other eruptive phenomena, the United States Geological Survey, or USGS, said. Very fine grains of ash can be ejected tens of thousands of feet into the sky during a major eruption, but closer to the volcano it can rain down like heavy snow that never mounts. The ash is typically made up of microscopic pieces of rock fragments, volcanic glass, or a variety of minerals that do not dissolve in water. Falling ash can turn daylight into complete darkness, the USGS said. Many people describe the experience as eerie and frightening, disorienting and confusing, or dreadful. In extreme cases, this ash can pile up so much that it is measured in feet, In 1984, Rabao, Papua New Guinea, was buried in volcanic ash that solidified cars in place and weighed down roofs to the point of collapse. However, only a fraction of an inch of ash accumulation is needed to impact crops, livestock, and infrastructure and require widespread cleanup. These issues can be compounded when it rains, particularly when ash falls on towns and cities as wet ash can conduct electricity, increasing the risk of a fire sparking. Although it might look like ash from burned wood, volcanic ash is a very different substance. Though called ash, volcanic ash is not the product of combustion, like the soft, fluffy material created by burning wood, leaves, or paper. Volcanic ash is a hard rain of rough particles. It does not dissolve in water, is extremely abrasive, and mildly corrosive, and conducts electricity when wet, the USGS explained. Volcanic ash accumulates on buildings, and its weight can cause roofs to collapse. A dry layer of ash four inches thick weighs 120 to 200 pounds per square yard, and wet ash can weigh twice as much. On top of the weight, ash can quickly clog up ventilation systems and require people to frequently change the face mask that they are using to prevent inhaling the debris and to slow the spread of the coronavirus. Depending on the wind, the ash can cause significant disruptions not only in the areas immediately surrounding the volcano, but hundreds or even thousands of miles away. 
following the volcanic eruption on the Caribbean island of St. Vincent, winds blowing to the east sent clouds of ash over Barbados, located more than 100 miles east of the La Soufrière volcano. People in Barbados were told to stay indoors due to the poor air quality, with some residents describing the ash as falling like snow. Wearing a mask when outside is also recommended, in addition to helping protect against COVID-19 infection. Even when there is not a dense cloud of ash raining from the sky, the fine particles in the atmosphere can create chaos. In 2010, air travel was shut down across much of Europe for an entire week after Eyjafjallajökull Jökull erupted in Iceland, sending a cloud of hazardous material over the continent. Commercial airlines had to ground all of their planes that used jet engines as the very fine ash could get into the engines and cause them to stall, potentially causing the plane to crash, Science Magazine explained. On a much larger scale, a significant long-duration eruption could spew enough debris into the atmosphere to affect temperatures around the globe. In the wake of a major volcanic eruption, the settled ash, along with other volcanic rock and rubble, can set the stage for a potentially disastrous weather-induced event known as a lahar. Lahars are essentially large debris flows in which rock, mud, and water tumble down a steep mountain slide, sweeping away everything in their path. Volcanoes are a perfect setting for these events because of an abundance of steep, rocky rubble and a ready source of water in the form of rain, snow, or ice, the USGS explained. About two years after Mount St. Helens cataclysmically erupted in 1980, a lahar was triggered near the mouth of the volcano that gushed downhill and eventually came to a stop 50 miles away, wiping out everything in its path. Not all lahars are this big, and they can occur while a volcano is still erupting. During the La Soufrière eruption on the island of St. Vincent, a dry riverbed was filled with mud and debris from a lahar. Folks that live in close proximity to a volcano should be prepared for both the long-lasting impacts of ashfall and the potential for lahars flowing off the steep terrain. The USGS recommends people stay indoors to avoid exposure to ash, especially those with pre-existing respiratory conditions. People that must travel outside amid the ash, even if it has settled on the ground and is no longer falling from the sky, should wear a face mask, pants, a long sleeve shirt, and goggles. Air quality fluctuations due to volcanic activity, wildfires, or any other phenomenon can be seen on AccuWeather's air quality forecast page. And for your local weather at your fingertips, download the AccuWeather app or head to AccuWeather.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.